All right, here we go. My question to you um, revolves around in the beginning. So in the beginning, you started on this journey leaving Flint. So talk to me about this journey, like the word that you got um, to leave, why you're taking this journey, if there is a why um, or how or what, pick whatever word you want, but talk about the beginning of it and give us a date when it was the beginning. <laughs> okay. So I have to go back to 2018 in the, um, for, I think it was the, Christmas holiday, my son and I decided that we were going to Little Rock, Arkansas. And um, in the crack of dawn, and it was in the morning. I remember that. Yeah, and so we went down and we stayed with the family. The, we stayed with the family and um, celebrated Christmas with cousins and them, and then went out to my my mom's grave site to make sure that they had put the hit headstone on which they hadn't and that was in a whole nother conversation so on the way back from this trip back to flint michigan we went to little rock arkansas so we're on our way back to flint michigan and um right in the middle of that spirit says speaks to me um you know you you have to move it's time to move and i was like hmm, okay wonder what that's about you know so I'm taking that. I'm interpreting it. I get that statement and I'm interpreting it. And I interpret it to me and I must, it's time for me to move out of my apartment. Um, my daughter is still living with me. And so that's confirmation for me that she, she has to move, find her own place. And when I come back, I have that in mind. I wasn't told where and I wasn't told when. I was just told that it's time for me to move. And so I get back, and I'm still working for U of M. Tell my daughter, uh, February, she missed that deadline. March, she missed that deadline. And by April, she was she had made that deadline. And so... And that deadline was to move out, correct? For her to move to, yeah, for her to see, find other, another residence to stay. So by, by April, Spirit is really speaking strong that I, I need to move. I need to move. So I, I definitely was, at that point, I I, re, I um, resigned from the position of executive director of New Evolution Educational Center, which is a nonprofit that I started with some other people. So, and I, I resigned from that. And I was told in the spirit to I began to, to downsize. I needed to get rid of stuff. I needed to clean out. I had two storage units. One was my mom's, and she had been trans. You know, she had transitioned three years prior, so I needed to clean out the storage bin with her stuff in it, which nobody asked for, nobody wanted. And I'm paying eighty dollars a month to maintain it, which just did not make sense. So I started doing that, cleaning that out. And cleaning out, um, and downsizing, and even cleaning out my apartment. I started sending stuff to Goodwill. Just you know, knowing that I'm, I don't know when I'm moving. I don't know where I'm moving. I, and I also got job offers. I got a call out the blue about a job that was initially in Grand Rapids. Wound up going to Detroit, but either way, I, I didn't get that position 
but it can, it just helped me to continue the process of cleaning. Uh, I wasn't sure if I was going back to U of M. And in the fall, I just knew that I needed to, to start preparing to move. And I didn't know where I was going. People were like, where are you going? I don't know. I, I don't have that information. What I have is to start preparing. And my brother was in May. My brother was uh, leaving. Well, he, he was retiring from MTA, and he was going to move to Texas. And I had uh, a niece there, and the family was sort of shifting themselves to Texas. My other niece was in North Carolina. She she moved to Texas, and my brother was getting packed up so he could move to Texas. And he left in the end of August. At the same time, he was he was uh, moving. I was moving out my apartment, which I moved out of at on August thirty first. I had nowhere to go, didn't know where I was going, and I was going back to U of M. And I hadn't got a release for leaving Flint. I didn't know I was leaving Flint, but I didn't know where I was going. And I wasn't, it wasn't time. So that began the journey of trying to find a place for me to stay um, at the same time working for the university. And uh, my the house that my brother moved out of was my mother's house. And I was the... Um, Representative, state representative that I'd managed. And so my, I didn't want to manage it because I'm trying to leave. So I, I sought my nephew to see. I thought all my nephew and nieces, and one nephew said he would do it. And so he, he began this managing of the house, the property, and was looking for someone to move in. I suggested my daughter, but he didn't have to, you know. She didn't have to be the one. It was just, you know, you're looking for someone that's an option, but I, you have to do it because I can't do it because my daughter and my relationship was such that I knew that I could not manage the property with her living in it. So he decided to do that, and he offered her the space, so she moved in, and I, I asked her if I could stay there for a time. It was not my first choice, I, I declare. I stayed in the hotel for a minute. Um, uh, probably about a week, and I stayed with my girlfriend for about a week. And my daughter went into rehab, and I wound up going back to the house and staying in the house while she was gone. And then she got out of rehab, and I took off again. <laughs> wound up at the University of Michigan Flint in the dorm, and I stayed there for almost two months until. Um, um, it was getting close to the end of the semester, and I knew then that I was leaving Flint again. I knew I was headed to North Carolina. I didn't know where in North Carolina, but I knew I was headed out as soon as the semester was over. And I wound up on December the 10th headed to, I went to stay with my girlfriend, and I stayed with her till December the 20th, and from her home, I was headed to North Carolina. Uh, destination in North Carolina, I had no idea. I just knew I was going to the state, and I would know as I approach, and that's the journey. And I arrived in North Carolina on December 21st. 
And I stayed in the hotel for two days in Winston-Salem, North Carolina. So this is where I jump in and I say, you've taken us from a journey from 2018 to basically 2019 and where at the end of December, you're in North Carolina. And between that, yeah. that end of 2019 to date, which is April 25th, you've gone, because I've been following your journey, I've been with you on this journey, you've gone from North Carolina to staying in Alabama for a moment to Texas, no, to Arkansas, no, to Texas, then Arkansas, to now um, Minnesota. Now, now that's for, for me and my brain in a in a period of January, February, March, and April, four months. <laughs> Whereas yeah. a lot of people stay in one spot for a long period of time. You're like, I'm gonna just, I'm gonna, I'm gonna move, and the I am gonna move is that you're listening to spirit. Not, not you're not map questing. You're not, you're not planning it out. You're listening to spirit. So I think my final question to you, because we're doing this in like 10 minute segments where you're giving people a nugget on this journey, on this, what I call this infinite being journey. And you and I know that a few people have called it a couple of different things like the traveling monk the <laughs> or some right. other stuff. But in this infinite being travel journey thing that you're doing to date, what does this journey mean to you? Like if you could leave people with something in about a minute or two, what does this journey mean to you to date? And then we'll pick that up in another episode. To date, this journey means, if I could leave, it means to listen to the voice that's within as your guide. Dang, that's it. <laughs> I want to ask part two and part three, but this is where I'm going to stop. <laughs>